Hello and welcome to the Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And together with our world-class coaching team, we've helped more than 6,000 women over 40 to fit back into their favorite clothes over the past decade. For more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. In today's episode, we're going to reveal the best on-the-go meals for women over 40. So sit back and relax, and welcome to today's podcast. So one thing we get asked time and time again when helping women over 40 to lose weight is what are the best on-the-go meals to lose weight over 40? It can be so difficult to know what's the best thing to do when it comes to grabbing food on the go because there's so many different options to choose from which are often not very healthy and for a lot of women that we work with they are kind of really good at sticking to healthy choices in their main meals but they struggle when they're forced to grab food on the go for example if they're traveling for work or traveling to see family and whether that's a service station or an airport train station supermarket or cafe it's easy to start with these good intentions, thinking, you know, right, I'm going to eat healthy, but then end up with something that's very convenient, but unhealthy, just because you don't know what was the ideal choice. And the problem with this is if you end up eating the wrong foods on the go, even ones which are pretending to be healthy, which actually aren't, it can quickly add up to thousands of extra calories per week. And if you're already in your 40s or 50s dealing with changing hormones, which can make it easier to gain weight around the middle and more difficult to lose it, that can quickly lead to your weight spiraling out of control just from a few little snacks each week or just grabbing the wrong thing when you're on the go. And this leaves many women choosing clothes to cover up problem areas instead of wearing what they like, hating shopping for clothes because nothing fits them quite right, staring at a wardrobe full of amazing clothes they can no longer fit into, worrying they'll never get their weight under control. And that's never a nice situation for anyone to be in. But the good news is there is a way to grab food on the go on a regular basis without making any difference to your waistline. It just comes down to knowing which choices to make and which ones to avoid. So in today's podcast, we're going to reveal the best and worst on-the-go meals for women over 40 who are looking to lose weight and tone up. Awesome. So we're going to start by going through the fundamentals. I think then that's the most important thing to cover is make sure people understand what guidelines to follow first, and then we'll go into specifics, and then we'll kind of wrap it up again by kind of sharing key lessons from this so that people can go away and make great choices you know long term as well so the fundamentals for women over 40 there's really just two things so first thing we need to do is avoid what we call the wads food so these are hormone disrupting foods that'll make menopause symptoms worse so things like brain fog anxiety overwhelm joint aches and pains night sweats plus these things aren't filling and they're packed with calories so the wads foods this stands for wheat alcohol dairy and sugar so wads, wheat, alcohol, dairy, sugar. Now, most of them, you just want to try and avoid them in the choices we're going to talk about today. You can't always avoid sugar. It is something that tends to be, even if it's in like a natural form from fruit, let's say, um, what we would say is, if in doubt, try and have less than 10 grams of sugar in your meal. So if you're looking at a a drink let's say it's a sparkling water with some natural flavorings in there can still be some sugar in there but if it's under 10 grams that's going to be best or if it's close to 10 grams that's good if it's 20 plus grams that's not going to be great it's going to be really spiking and, and crashing your energy levels it's going to make you have much worse cravings and crave more sugar it's also going to um 
be like pouring petrol on the fire for menopause symptoms like joint aches and pain there's night sweats um brain fog overwhelm anxiety all that stuff so the first thing we want to do is avoid the words foods and then the second thing is to get the right amount of the key three so the key three is calories protein and fiber a lot of people when they're trying to lose weight they look at calories but they don't look at the other two and the other two are just as important so protein and fiber so with calories, first of all, want to be somewhere between 300 to 500 calories per meal. So that's going to be including drinks. Now, if you're 550 calories, that might be okay. Especially if you're a little bit taller, a little bit heavier, you can lose weight eating a little bit more. But we really want to avoid 600, 700, 800 or more calories. Like some KFCs are 1,000, 1,500 calories. So stuff like that's going to be whole day calories in one meal. So we want to aim between 300 and 500 calories, including drinks. That's the bit people often miss. Um, a latte and stuff like that can also be in 200 calories and take up a lot of that second thing is protein so we want to be above 20 grams of protein protein is what's going to make you feel full it's like putting a big log on a fire it's going to burn for hours versus pouring petrol on a fire it's going to make you feel full for hours and so is fiber so above 20 grams of protein ideally above 30 would be perfect but at least about 20 and it will also help to firm and tone you up and avoid that kind of sagginess that happens with people if they get older as they lose muscle that protein will help you keep that muscle and then the last thing is fiber so we want to get fruit or veg with every meal i don't really worry about specific grams of fiber make sure there's some fruit or veg in that meal ideally it'd be like a fist size portion that's not always possible on the go but at least make sure there's some fruit or veg in that meal so taking those fundamentals ben let's start applying stuff um let's say First of all, you're in a service station and you've just got to grab something. You've got five minutes to get in and out. What would you recommend people go for? So if you're in a service station, which I mean, is it's probably the most basic possible option of, of all the options that you're going to go through today. This is going to be like your worst case, as in you've just pulled into a petrol station, you fill up with petrol and you've got that little sort of convenient shop inside the petrol station. So if you're forced into that situation, some really super quick options would be uh, either a banana or an apple. So a piece of fruit, which is ticking off that fiber that you were saying about, Rob. Um, and then a protein bar, which is going to get you the protein. So, you know, with all these things, we're just breaking it down into, you know, exactly what you said, making sure it's not too many calories. So the banana and apple and a protein bar overall is probably going to add up to about 300 calories, something like that, maybe 350. Um, but making sure it's under the calories, making sure you've got some protein in there, making sure you've got some fiber in there. Another alternative might be a, there's something called a, a Huel protein drink. So Huel is like, um, it's like a meal replacement brand. Um, I remember once Rob, we went on a, a road trip around Europe and we had this big tub of, of Huel in the back. I don't know what Huel stands for. It's, it's sort of a play on words of fuel. It might be human, human fuel, fuel I think. Yeah, that's it. But I mean, in this in this thing, it's basically they've it's got everything in, you need in it. Apparently, it's got protein, carbohydrates, um, uh, a bit of fat, some fiber, vitamins, minerals, etc. In it, so they make these on the go fuel protein drinks, which compared to like real food, it's, it's never going to be as good as having a proper meal. But it's kind of a it's as as good as you're going to get from like a protein drink. Another thing you could get as well would be a snack pack of nuts. So like a very small bag of nuts. This might be something you, maybe you add that to the banana. You have a banana protein bar and a really small pack of nuts. I I definitely say go for a really small pack of them, like the kind of um, something that comes in like a snack pack rather than buying like a big sharing bag of nuts. Because the temptation there would be, you know, you, you put it in your car, 
and you'll sit there bored driving down the motorway just sort of picking at these nuts sort of losing track of how many you're having and nuts although you know they're a good source of fiber they've got some protein and they've got healthy fats they're generally good for you but they're also very high in calories so it's very easy to overeat on calories if you're having nuts so a small very small pack of nuts can be a good one um but overall yeah it is better to eat real food if you've got a little more time or if you're a bit more prepared so for example you know if you know you're going on a trip the ideal option is going to be that you prepare something and you've taken some food with you maybe you know you could make up a little a little tupperware with some salad in it and like a some smoked salmon or chicken or something like that and then you've got something that you can have on the go and you can have a few snacks you can have the bananas the apple the protein bar etc in the car so that you've always got an option and you're you're not you know turning to something else because you don't have another option um so the next thing the next kind of best situation though other than the petrol station options is going to be things that you get from a supermarket so if you pull into a slightly bigger service station they usually have it tends to be like Marks and Spencer's or Waitrose or that sort of thing um so a couple of good options from there would be any non-pasta based salad with pre-cooked chicken so you could buy I mean you could either do this I don't Rob would you say like put this together separately or would you say or, or as in like buy the salad that has the chicken already in it mm, I I usually end up putting it together if I'm doing this option because there's usually not much protein if you look for all of these and it, it may sound really boring to people but it doesn't take long once you know what to look for always just look at calories protein on any packaging and go okay that pre-cooked that chicken salad has 13 grams of protein in it that's that's not great we said over 20 minimum so usually what I would do is buy one without any protein source in it and then buy the little pre-cooked packs of sliced chicken they have them in M&S and then just pour them into one get the spoon from a uh, fork from the counter and then eat, eat that together yeah um and there are a couple of sort of pre-made ones as well that I found as well that I've had in the past from uh M&S so there's there's a crayfish mango rice salad the key is rice or potatoes rather than pasta because the pasta salads are um yeah it's, it's it's too many of those wads foods essentially but there's a crayfish of mango rice salad which is about 440 calories about 16 grams of protein again it's not quite up to the ideal amount of protein but it's going to be better than some other options and there's also a hot smoked salmon and new potato salad which is 275 gra- calories and 16 grams of protein and actually I think in the past I have had two of those as one mm. meal because it's 275 calories so you end up with a 50 550 calorie meal with 32 grams of protein by having two of those things it's interesting to hear that mindset I think it's a really important mindset that we also try to instill in our clients which is eating proper meals with proper you know whole minimally processed food like that smoked salmon and new potato salad eating two of those is going to be a lot better than having one of those and then a load of junk snacks I know we all love snacks but like having that and then a pack of crisps and then a latte or a fizzy drink or all of that stuff doesn't fill you up at all whereas two of those salads is really going to fill you up now you don't have to have two of those salads another thing I might do is buy like um, a little thing of you know chicken satay or chicken um, tikka bites or something like that so that protein as you said is not quite there it's not miles off so it's not terrible but if you can then you could top that up so I'd get like a little bit of chicken tikka have that as well and then you're going to be really full and Waitrose also has some good options um so my favorite one is the Tyco 
like a brand they sell in sort of the sushi section they sell like a salmon or chicken poke bowl so this is um the salmon one is a poke bowl sushi rice raw salmon avocado seaweed rocket edamame beans spring onion and then soy sesame dressing it's under 400 calories it's like 393 roughly and then 15 grams of protein so again that one's a little bit low on the protein but it's not terrible and then the chicken one this is better on protein this is a lot of people also prefer this because it cooked chicken rather than the salmon being raw so it's chicken breast um it's got this sort of spicy red pepper um seasoning edamame beans again so they're soybeans which are also protein roasted peppers cabbage slaw crispy onions and sweet chili dressings so it's pretty tasty it's just under 500 calories and then it's got 25.3 grams of protein so if i was going for that one which is a great choice I'd probably then pair that with a zero or like one, two calorie drink because we're trying to keep it under 500 calories just to give you that mindset again around this. So if you do that and then have a sparkling water flavored one, like a dash water, I think they have in Waitrose or um, this one I really like, Lovo, I think it is. So oh, like French for water. They do a watermelon one. Again, it's naturally flavored. I think it's under a calorie and it's really, really nice. It feels like a treat, but you're not wasting all these calories on a sugary drink that's also going to make you feel crap. Yeah, I'm, I'm also a big fan of the the Taiko branded um, sushi, etc. You can get from Waitrose. They also do, as well as like a, a poke bowl, you can get sort of more traditional sort of sushi set. Um, so you can get one that's, I just picked a random salmon one, where you get eight pieces of sushi um, with soy sauce and all of those extra bits. And it works out to about 277 calories and 11 grams of protein. So some protein, not again, not as much as we'd like ideally, but as you said before, Rob, if you've got like a little salmon sushi set um, and then you pair that with, it still gives you plenty more calories to then add in like a pack of chicken or something like that. Um, and then you could bring that protein up to a decent amount overall. So that's kind of, if, you, if you've if got one of those small supermarkets, there's a few options you can take. But Rob, if if there's, um, you know, if you're looking for a more of a, a proper meal and you're going to get something from a cafe or, or a chain, maybe you're going to grab a coffee at the same time. What would you recommend if that was the case? Okay, so it depends where you are, what you've got, obviously. Um, if you're in London or other big cities, I'm I'm not super familiar with, with loads of cities, but does Manchester have Pret Manger? I'm guessing it does. Yeah, definitely. Yes, yeah. so you've got it in all the big cities. So Pret Manger and a lot of airports have it as well. So I know all my local airports, um, Heathrow has one. It's, it's it's got healthy options, but it also actually, actually has some quite unhealthy options, even though it's got a very healthy brand, pret and obviously they make the food in-house, it's all fresh. Just because something's fresh doesn't mean it's healthy. Um, but Pret's really good because it has calories and protein on all the labels. So if you look under where the food is at the, the name, so it could be like a chicken avocado um, sandwich, it will tell you it has 600 and something calories and X amount of protein in it as well. So look at the calories, look at the protein. Now, I would usually say avoid the baguettes. They're surprisingly high in calories for how small and unfilling they are. I really don't quite know how they do it, but again, bread is very high in calories and if they put mayo in that, that'd be wrong as well. So I would avoid the baguettes and sandwiches actually. Um, I'd also avoid quite a few of the drinks are surprisingly high in calories. So I'll tell Ben before we started, there's a few that are a little bit um, of a trick because they look exactly the same and some of them are really good. They're very low in sugar and calories um fairly naturally flavored and sweetened and then some are really high in sugar so for example the pure prep rhubarb lemonade or the apple fizz or the sparkling ginger beer or the sparkling grape and elderflower they all look really nice they've got a really nice tin they're different colors um they, they look healthy to me 
I would actually shop. So they've got over 100 calories, 118 calories in the lemonade one, for example, and 27 grams of sugar, which is more than a dairy milk bar, a small dairy milk, but you know, the, the kind of petrol station sized dairy milk bar has less sugar. And that's obviously really not healthy than this drink. So this drink is going to spike your sugar levels, then you're going to have a massive crash, not great if you're driving. It's also going to send your menopause symptoms, you know, haywire as well. So there's a couple of things to avoid. In terms of food to pick, the salad and protein bowls are, are the best thing to go for. So there's a chicken and avocado protein bowl, 363 calories, 33.8 grams of protein. So that smashes it. Calories are not too high. Protein's really high. And that might even free up a few calories to have a drink. If you do want a coffee with milk or something like that, then that would give you enough to have that. Um, I wouldn't necessarily pick it. I'd, personally, there's other things I'd rather have. Um, but then what kind of drinks would you recommend people go for from prep? So there are ones which actually, they almost kind of look exactly the same as the, the rhubarb lemonade that's really high in sugar. Uh, but there are other options that will you know, probably be in the same section of the fridge, but are much, much lower in calories. So for example, there's a cucumber and mint seltzer, which is zero calories. So absolutely zero. It's free essentially, but and the can looks pretty much the same as the lemonade. Um, but again, it just stresses the, the point that you made where everything you get, you've got to just get used to like turning it around, looking at the back of it, having a look at what are the calories in this? What's the protein? Just get used to kind of reading the nutritional information on your food rather than just kind of going by what you think is going to be the tastiest option, which I think is the default way that most people would operate. So that's, that's a good option. Um, another good option is, is water. So that's probably the most basic one. I think personally, whenever I go to, if I'm grabbing food on the go, I usually just get a big bottle of water as my drink. Mm. Um, any kind of black coffee as well. Uh, so black coffees or herbal tea uh, or black tea, all of those are kind of under five calories. So very, very low in calories as well. So if you're going to get a hot drink, go for that sort of thing rather than going for like a uh, a latte, which could be, you know, upwards of 250, 300 calories if you get a really, really milky drink, milky coffee. There are some other drinks at Pret which are kind of okay. So we'll put them in the sort of in the middle between the two. So there's a ginger kombucha, which is 43 calories and about 10 grams of sugar. So it's kind of halfway between the... Um, the rhubarb lemonade and the mint seltzer and then there's also prep coolers so they're called either berry bliss feeling peachy rhubarb rubri breeze uh, so they've got some funky names um they work out to about 65 to 80 calories and are 11 to 14 grams of sugar so these are kind of they're okay but if you want something a bit tastier they could be a good option um but again with everything like all these you know these options they they wrote all these places kind of rotate their menus and rotate the different things they've got and even like maybe they take a product that they already had and they might update it or change it etc so that's why you've got to really get used to like just reading the calories um and there's there's kind of two places you could do that the first would be sometimes on the front of the food you get the little traffic light system thing the red orange green on the different categories of you know sugar and calories etc be careful with that one though because you've got to really look at like what size of serving they're saying because some drinks you get it'll be like a 500 milliliter drink and they'll and they'll the serving size will actually be like a quarter of the bottle or something and it'll be green on everything per serving but that's only assuming that you're you know you're sharing this drink with four people or something like that or splitting it in half um so you've got to with all these things kind of just just get used to figuring out if you have this entire thing 
how much sugar are you taking in? How much calories are you taking in? Especially for drinks, that's kind of the main thing to watch out for with drinks. So and food, food manufacturers know know that people look at these things, right? So they know they're mm -hmm. playing the same game trying to, you have to stay ahead of them because they're trying to trick you using, I think the traffic light system is like you said, mostly nonsense because the serving size will be half a pack or quarter pack of something that people clearly eat the whole thing of. And they don't include protein in that either. So I always would say, flip it around and look at the, the actual nutrition label, learn to spot that. And as, as we said, it sounds hard. I know it might sound ridiculous to people, but you are constantly, you know, food manufacturers are trying to make unhealthy things look healthy. So you buy them because typically the less healthy they are, the more Moorish they are, the less filling they are. So the more of them you're going to eat. So they're not interested in actually filling you up. They're interested in giving you more of the junk food because you're going to have more and more and more of it and get more and more addicted and hooked on it. So I would always flip around and look at it. And the other thing, I'm sure you're going to come to this, is I would check the website as well. It sounds, again, a bit boring, but in, from my experience, a lot of the time I travel through the same places. I stop at the same services or the same airport and they're the same places at those things. So if you can get your go-to choice at each place, I know if I go to Heathrow Airport, I'll go to Itsu, I'll get a, chi um, a chicken rice bowl, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. And I'll either get a um, aloe vera drink or like a flavored water or just a, you know, a plain water. I know that works for me. So I now don't have to go and think about it and look it up ever again until they change the menu, which I'll probably do at some point. So we've talked about Pret. Let's look at another good service station option now. So Leon is more and more, I think it's appearing more and more in services. I think I saw it in a petrol station as well, like in an Asda local. Have you seen those Asda petrol stations now? I saw that advertised and then I went in thinking it would be Leon and it was actually a Leon branded coffee machine in there. Oh, really? Okay, that's a compliment. by that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, not that one, but there are Leons in, in some services. So if you went to Leon and in London and other towns, like if you went to Leon, what would you go for, Ben? So it's one of the it's, it's one of these places for, like Pret as well. There are some healthy options, but there are, are also some quite unhealthy options. So one thing we'd avoid would be wraps unless you're only having that. So, you know, you'll see on the menu, one of the things they do is they have these, these waffle fly fries, which are delicious. They're like these lattice waffle things. Um, however, if you had like a wrap and then you also have the waffle fries, so, you know, they'll obviously say, you know, do you want to make that a meal? Do you want fries with that? Um, and if you're tempted to then say, yeah, go on then it'll be nearly a thousand calories. If you have a waffle, the waffle fries with the wrap, and then, you know, maybe you add a drink as well and that push, pushes the calories up even higher. But if you can just say, I'm just going to have the wrap on its own, there is a grilled halloumi wrap, which is 561 calories and 28 grams of protein, which on paper ticks most of the boxes, maybe slightly higher on the calories than you might want, but the protein's really, really good. Um, not sure I really believe this as you've got to, you know, you're, you're relying on someone else to sort of control how they're kind of making it um so for things like for example um how much mayo they're adding in on the wrap how much sauce they're adding in on the map wrap etc etc exactly how much halloumi they're adding into the wrap and like how much oil they've used when they've cooked the halloumi so you know sometimes these as you said before our people all of these chains are trying to make it as attractive as possible by making it look as healthy as possible so whatever sort of testing they've had to do to come up with that calorie number of 561 calories if there's a tolerance they're going to have pushed it the number towards the lower end of the scale i think just because it makes it 
seem healthier and therefore they're going to sell more of it and the healthier they can make it seem whilst it being as delicious as possible that's their ideal outcome so they've also got rice boxes as well um which in theory might be good but some of them are also covered in like mayo or satay sauce so they can end up being over sort of 600 calories but still likely they might be still more filling than something like a wrap because you know the rice is going to be more filling than sort of a bread based thing but there are other options so another really good option from leon would be a greens and grains chili chicken salad so that works out to 465 calories and 28 grams of protein so it's brilliant it's going to be under nice and low on the calories um and then nice and high on the protein so that's kind of the food options there what what would you say in terms of drink options rob so i had a look through their drinks menu there are a few good choices so first of all iced americano is a really good one that's a black coffee though it's 10 calories the milky ones like ben said can be 100 200 calories I personally avoid them. If I was going to get milk, I'd get like coconut milk or something added to it, which is lowering calories. Not one of those WADS foods. Probably disrupt your hormones less. There's a lot of hormones in cow's milk. Um, they have some great sparkling water. So the dash sparkling water I mentioned earlier, you can get that in Leon. It's flavoured. They do like different berry flavours. It's naturally sweetened, no sugar, zero calories. So that's a really good one. One to watch out for. So I had a look. I was like, oh, there's a green smoothie. That's going to be healthy. That even I can get sucked in by this stuff as someone who's done this for years and I'm an expert. No, it was 151 calories, the greens smoothie, and 27 grams of sugar, so more than a dairy milk again. And even if they if that's from fruit, when it's heavily processed, they process out all the pulp um, or a lot of the pulp. And when it's broken down like that, your body doesn't, you know, your body's supposed to interact with fruit in its natural form. When you turn it into that smoothie, it does not digest the same way. The fiber is already smashed up. It doesn't digest slowly. It digests much more closely to sugar. It's not as bad, but that personally, that would be something I actually would avoid unless you're having a very small meal. But even then, 27 grams of sugar in one drink, it's as much as having like a full fat or full sugar Coke. And I wouldn't be going for that personally either. So I'd stick to like the iced Americano or the sparkling water or just, as we've said many times, Plain water as well is you know, an amazing option if you like it. Not everyone likes it. So let's imagine Ben Burnett's a... Oh, go on. There is one option with the green smoothie that I think very, very few people would do. I mean, sometimes you have the ones where they'll make it up in the shop themselves. You'll have like, you know, there'll be a pot with some greens and stuff in it. Um, and then in the shop, they'll usually add apple juice or orange juice or something to whatever the base of the smoothie is and then blend it. I have previously in the past said, can I have the green smoothie? So I want the greens, but could you just make it with water rather than apple juice? I think I'm probably the only person, one of the only people ever to have asked for that. But if you did want a genuine green smoothie just for some extra greens, some extra fiber, vitamins, and minerals, that is an option you can do. And, they'll, you know, for them, they're using less ingredients, so they'll, they'll be completely happy to do it. Although you're ending up then paying probably quite a lot of money for not very much worth of food. Um, but the better stuff, I guess, like you said, it's the, the thing that usually makes it really sugary is they use a base of apple juice or orange juice, which is mm. really high in sugar, not actually healthy at all. Um, so if you cut that out, then, yeah, you're probably making it pretty healthy. So if you do want to get those veg in, that is a, a good tactic as well. And I think it's a good point not being afraid to say when you are getting a meal, can I have it without that or can I have that on the side? You, you realize that people are quite accommodating with this stuff. So. Let's imagine now you're in a service station, Ben, and 
there's none of these slightly healthier options. So Pratt, Leon, there is a KFC. What are you going to get if it's just a KFC there? So the KFC, um, my go-to option there would be the rice box. So they have this KFC rice box. You basically get rice, which has, it's got sort of little vegetable bits in it, like peppers and stuff in it. Um, it's quite nice. And then you get chicken on top of it. So you can have fillet or zinger. And they work up to about 490 calories and about 26 to 28 grams of protein. So really good in terms of the calories, really good in terms of the protein. And it's going to be very, very filling as well. Another option would be you could have a wrap as well, which are similar in stats, so similar in the protein and the calories. But because they're made of wheat rather than made of rice, the wheat's going to be less filling. So it's going to be a smaller amount of food for the same amount of calories. And it's going to, because it's, it's more processed, it's going to digest more quickly. So it's not going to keep you feeling full for quite as long. And then because it's a small thing, most people may then be tempted to also end up getting chips too, which might take it closer to 1000 calories. And then if you, so if you've gone for the ideal option, your rice box, you're thinking, what drink should I have as well? Again, there is always a bottle of water. I usually get a bottle of water with these things. Or you can get a one of the zero sugar drink options. Um, so, for example, a Seven Up Zero or a Diet Coke. Um, so that's kind of KFC. I mean, that's probably the best one in terms of other ones like McDonald's, Burger King, etc. They don't tend to have quite as good options. They definitely don't have a rice box. I think McDonald's does have a, quite a few healthy options, but they tend to be so boring that you would never go for them. For example, the um, you can buy a salad, just side salad from McDonald's, but it's just like plain lettuce and plain tomato. Like it's just just nothing. So like you couldn't you couldn't have that as a meal on its own. So the KFC rice box, if you have to go to a fast food chain, that's going to be the one to have. Um, yeah, so Lucy, yeah, Rob, sorry, go ahead. Lucy, Lucy has a friend who's um, whose mum orders the salad in McDonald's, and then I think it's like a bag of grapes, yeah. something like that. So it's the most on McDonald's McDonald's order ever um so you could get that but I think most people are not going to get that so I just probably wouldn't bother going so mm. the last place I want to talk about is um Itsu so again this is in most bigger cities and some airports sort of a Asian inspired restaurant the sushi boxes are all good from here they're all under 600 calories pretty much a couple of them are closer to that so you might want to read the labels again it has labels on in front of all the food just like prep but some of the rice bowls are actually surprisingly high due to the sauces they put on them. <laughs> some of the rice bowls are surprisingly high. So you actually want to read the labels of those. Some of them are 650, 700 calories. Again, it's similar to Wagamama's where some of the things that sound healthy because of the sauces, which are made with lots of oil, lots of mayo, actually push the calories up a lot. But there is one really good rice bowl. So the chicken teriyaki rice bowl, that's the best one. That's 518 calories. So round about where we want to aim. 31.8 grams of protein, so really good protein content. And I would, the drinks choice are actually really good in it, too. The only two real bad drinks I found were like full sugar Coke and, and beer. Um, all the rest are pretty much under 50 calories, so you can get Zen. Zen water, 5 to 13 calories. They do like a peach lychee flavor. It's zero sugar. It's naturally flavored. Uh, they do a few other nice flavors as well, but the peach lychee one is the best. There's quite a range in kind of the... Um, the calories there they have an aloe vera drink which is really nice i don't usually like aloe vera i usually think it tastes like some sort of kitchen cleaner but the one from itsu tastes sort of like peach and it has little squares of i don't know what it's made from it's probably not that healthy but it it's like peach yogurt little cubes in it you know you get those 
edible cubes and yogurts with bits in not that i eat them much but um it's 45 calories and 11 grams of sugar which for a sort of very tasty drink isn't too bad i would have that as a treat most of the time i'd go from the others and they also have kombucha which again is it's a fermented drink so it's really good for your gut health as long as there's not too much sugar in it they have a lemon yuzu ginger one uh, and a passion fruit one now the lemon yuzu ginger one again this is why i should read the labels it's about seven grams of sugar the passion fruit one is about 13 so almost double the sugar and ideally you want to keep that sugar under 10 grams so if you're going to have one of those i'll probably go for the lemon yuzu ginger one so we've gone through quite a few choices but i mean there's so many restaurants and cafes and things out there um so i think the most important thing is rather than us just giving you here's what to have and here's what's not to have hopefully that's giving you some food to thought maybe there's something you're buying that you could now make a switch um, with the tips we're giving you today but I think there's a more important lesson here which is to learn what you need to eat especially as a woman over 40 whose body's changing to see good results to feel great and obviously um, to be as healthy as possible so what to wrap it back around to the start with like what do people really need to think about if they're taking anything away from this when making their their choices when grabbing food on the go and drinks on the go so again there, there are really two main things to think about um, the first one of these is to avoid those WADS foods, so avoiding wheat, alcohol, dairy and sugar. Um, you want to keep your sugar intake less than about 10 grams of sugar per sort of meal that you're having uh, or sort of per food item as it is. It can be hard to avoid that entirely because there's always a little bit of sugar, but you know, there's a very big difference between having a drink, for example, with 25 grams of sugar in it and you pick up a, a rice bowl or something, you look at the sugar and it's like four grams. Like it's a big difference between those two things. So avoid wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar as much as you can. And then optimize your key three. So the key three are calories. So making sure that you stick to 350 to 500 calories total for the meal. That's including your drinks. You want to get your protein over 20 grams minimum. 30 grams would be ideal. Or, and then the third thing is you want to optimize your fruit and veg with the meal. You want to try and get some fruit or veg in the meal because then that's going to up your fiber intake. And if you can get plenty of protein, get plenty of fiber, that's going to keep you really, really full. And if you keep the meal between three to 50, 350 to 500 calories, that's going to avoid you overeating over the course of the day. So avoid the WADS foods, optimize the key three. And it's a bit like if you, that saying, you know, give someone a fish, they'll eat for a day, teach someone to fish, they'll eat for life. So that's exactly what we do inside our Fit Over 40 program. We give our members the knowledge and the skills to know how to eat, to work with their changing body, with their changing hormones, so they can make the best possible choices, no matter the situation, no matter whether that's eating on the go, cooking food at home, going out to restaurants, eating out you know, at somebody else's house. They can always make the best possible choices, and then they can still manage to drop one to two stone or drop one to two dress sizes over a 12-week period. And we've got a great example here from um, one of our clients. We have tons of examples of this. I'm going to pick this specific one from um, Claire. So Claire was 47 from Staffordshire. And she said, before I was starting Trinity, I was a size 14. I was stuck in a lose weight, gain weight loop, and I couldn't see a way of breaking the cycle as my mindset was tricking me into thinking I was eating healthily, even though I was only eating healthily some of the time and ignoring the times I wasn't. And as you'll see in a little bit later in this uh, case study, she probably was also eating unhealthily sometimes I didn't know which is kind of what we're covering today and she said this was having an impact on my self-esteem because I thought I was doing all the right things but I wasn't getting any results so I'd have low energy and feel hard done by I tried fitness programs that were mainly cardio and HIIT training which had some impact but I couldn't combine it with the right nutritional goals 
I was skeptical about weight training. I thought I'd get huge muscles and look like a bodybuilder. I thought that I already ate healthily, so I wasn't sure how much I'd learn about the nutrition for the program. However, in less than 12 weeks, I've already lost six pounds and dropped to dress size. My body tone is definitely developed and my arms, shoulders, legs, and stomach feel much more toned. I feel stronger and my posture has improved. And I have more energy and I feel in control of my eating. I feel I've learned a lot about nutrition and about what foods make me feel good and which ones to avoid. So that's a great example there um, from Claire of with the right knowledge, not only can you see great results, but you can feel way better and you're going to feel way more in control. So Ben, where can people go if they want to find out more about what we've talked about today, about the program Claire followed, all that kind of stuff? So if you want more info about what we've talked about today, if you want more info on the plan that Claire followed, just head to www.fit40info.com and you can find all of the details on that page. Amazing. So that just about wraps it up for today's podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week for another episode. We'll catch you there. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.